God. Welcome back to the Dinner for Breakfast podcast. So on that note, Bailey's really excited about this one. This is... Uh, okay. You guys are here live for this. Oh, did so we that, start the... I, we're going to start the Mixology episodes of a little cork pop every time, I feel like. We either need like to it. like record a soundbite or or do that. Use your uh, soundboard for it. The... Yeah, I will, so... yeah. I'll, I'll record one and then we'll, we'll figure that out. This is Post Talk. Welcome to the podcast. I'm James. That was Bailey. Wes just got back in time. <laughs> I'm here also. Did you guys drink yet or no? No, I yeah, was we waiting oh, for nice. you and starting. Oh, okay. Well, no, uh, don't yeah. do... no yeah. I'm just kidding. I didn't do it. I, yeah, James <laughs> already lied about it. I'm drinking Tito's in case you guys were wondering. Is that, that shot glass, Wes? Looks like one of those things you put like an egg in. It's. I'll take a video. Egg holders. It looks like an it egg does. holder. It does. I'll post a video of this on an egg on an egg holder at any point. Never. Like a coddled egg. Never. No. I, I can't say I have. I'd love to have one though. It seems fun. <laughs> um, I'll post a video on our, on our Instagram story later of this shot glass because it's really fucking cool. It like it doesn't sit flat. Oh, Bailey no. just smashed his knuckles on his desk. Yeah, I, I, I were leaned forward uh, and my like hands were on my armrest and my armrest went under the table, so they got pinched. Anyway, gotcha. uh, Bailey, for those of you who have been kept keeping up with the podcast, Bailey is still on a hiatus uh, for from drinking. Uh, so Wes and I. We'll be taking a shot start top of the episode, so we'll do that. All right. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Hello. God. Dude, this stuff tastes like shit. Bailey is not not drinking. He is still drinking, but what is he drinking? The boy, your boy is, uh, hey, let me get my mic ready. Um, your boy is drinking, um, undone non-alcoholic Jamaican dark cane. Um, it tastes fake rum. Yeah. Fake rum, essentially. Uh, they call it liquid freedom and I call it hell because (laughs) this right here was like extremely watered down. This is what you expect. A really watered down version of rum, but it still has that net, like, that alcoholic like the alcoholic like sanitizer appetite. yeah and it's it's still there and uh Which i thought we were gonna move away weird. from that i thought we were gonna move away from that but you All know right, what? So we didn't so so this episode at least i mean besides bailey taking a shot of just a non-alcoholic uh liquor we we decided this was a good time for bailey to kind of like dive into the non-alcoholic scene and see what's going on and i've never had any of those um non-alcoholic spirits like that before but it's interesting that you say it still has the the quote-unquote taste of alcohol because yeah. the taste the the taste as everyone like experiences it is more of like your body's reaction to drinking alcohol because it, the alcohol itself isn't like flavor you know like if you eat something that's poisonous your body has a taste that a lets negative you know. reaction so sure. it's not like the alcohol itself has that taste it's more of like your body's reaction to it and then the taste is whatever you know aging sugars whatever goes into fermenting the fruits or the sugar cane or whatever it is into the spirit but it's it's weird that a non-alcoholic thing has tried to emulate the experience of drinking the alcohol by replicating what people think is like the taste of the alcohol itself versus the flavor of the 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 drink i guess it's also bizarre to me because that's like the least desirable part of, of right. consuming alcohol is like the the abrasive like you know the hand sanitizer of consuming something that your body is trying to tell you is poisonous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is well not even that. It's that you're it, it is poison. Yeah. Like you are you are drinking poison and your body's telling you it's bad but you're ignoring it. But <laughs> this like, that's is the, the, that's the part that you would in, assume... uh, disclaimer drink re- drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah, you can either dr- I'm not even going to no. Um, yeah, clearly we do, but you know, <clears throat> but, drink too yeah, much. No, which is ish. Well, it is two p.m. and we're gonna get drunk, so no, you know, well, like <laughs> whatever. It's very mild. Mm-hmm. It's very mild. I'm, I'm probably had a bit of an overreaction just because I don't like <laughs> that, like, like kind of like yeah feeling in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very watery, which is I don't know what I was expecting, but I didn't wasn't thinking like super watery. In a sense and but it's very very it's like it's definitely like water mixed with like a flavor profile and the hurl of rum if someone served this to you in a glass and said nothing about it and you're just assuming you're getting like some rum or something is it 
is it comparable to like I don't know like I'm, it's, it's not gonna be fancy rum like Captain Morgan like no, are you yeah, getting no, something you could, uh, comparable? It could pass off. It could feels like if this was in a glass with ice, uh, I'd be like, oh, it's just like ice diluted. Like you would okay. you would confuse it with rum. Yeah, no, they very like mimic like the rum very well. Like the smells very strong and like the flavor profile is very good for it. But I mean, I just I mean I'm not the biggest rum person in general. But like um. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, no, it, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'll have to like maybe just run it over after, but like, uh, you know, it's dump it down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they had a, they had a bunch of different ones. They had a, a whiskey one. They had some gin ones. They didn't have vodka, which that makes sense. Because uh, <laughs> vodka's flavor is so it subtle. doesn't have one. It's, if it's, yeah, it's quote unquote a good vodka, it, it should taste almost like like water. transparent yeah, like, like there's nothing water. there really yeah right i'm sure they have a non-alcoholic vodka though surely Cap yeah water. i don't know it's just it's just weird though like because it, it it makes you really think like all right i have a bottle of gin here or something and you drink it and you're like okay what is it i'm tasting besides the actual yeah, like get... reaction to the alcohol because like they don't have to unless they're trying to make it super authentic which i honestly would just own it and be like non-alcoholic that's your selling point you don't have that yeah. aftertaste now, of alcohol like everything else does but now then you, you have to figure out exactly what makes up that spirit you know sure so well like that's probably why they don't have vodka because like with, <laughs> with whiskey you can really t or yeah with whiskeys you can really taste like the barrel that it's yes. aged in and like all the different mash bill and all this stuff and with gin you can taste all like the botanicals and the aromatics and the juniper and everything but like vodka is just alcohol there's nothing to it so right. You can't make one, right? Like it's just like grain. You can get like a regular is... grain alcohol or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's hundred percent potatoes just from <laughs> the bottom of a bucket. Like, I did potato find, juice. I did potato find juice. a uh, it, it's called Strike, I believe. S T R Y K K. And um they do sell an uh non alcoholic vodka, which you can get on Amazon, and they have a gin and a rum. So hmm. interesting. Well, if you, really, if you really just love the flavor of vodka, but don't want to be drunk, um, <laughs> there you go. I Honestly, you know, this would be a great way to get, like, underage drinkers into, like, flavor profiles of, like, alcohol. You know what I mean? Like, you give did them get this. ID'd when you bought it, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, like, you can't get in trouble if you're, like, a minor. Yeah, like, this. can they, I wonder if they, like, can they actually sell that to you if you don't have your ID? Because it's not, it's, it's, it's not, not actual alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. It just happens to be sold next to alcohol. And like that's, that actually, you know, that's that's kind of a decent point, though, Bailey, because there's a lot of times where like when I was like, I don't know, 16 or 17, I wanted to make I wanted to like cook something, but I couldn't buy alcohol to like cook with, which yeah. was a huge. Maybe like a vodka sauce using the not vodka. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I made vodka sauce the other day. Holy cow, was it good? Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had it, but I'm it's oh my God, thriving it's to have. It's really, really good, and it's super easy to make. Um, it's like seven ingredients. There's like nothing to it. I just uh, heavy cream. But... That's the big one. <laughs> yep, or is heavy it cream half? and is vodka. Cream? Yeah. yeah, I use heavy cream. Go, 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 go. I didn't know if it was half Love and it. half. Or, or half. Um, no, but like I couldn't buy like red. Like if I want to make a pot roast, I like to have red wine for for braising a pot roast, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm 17, I can't make. I can't buy red wine. You know, I can't buy. Can you like, not I, buy... I, I took a lot of. I took a lot of stir fry and stuff. I can't buy sake. But they have like cooking wine, though, right? And you can it's... buy cooking wine without an ID. I don't know if you can. Though. I think I you can like because it's in the like... cooking aisle. The like alcohol content is like low enough where you can just get it. It's still like fifteen percent in most know, cases. Man. I don't they know. They do. They do have non-alcoholic wines. I just confirmed I that it. myself. Yeah, it's called apple juice. Sense. Apple juice. Grape juice. Grape juice. Grape juice. <laughs> it's like it's just juice. Just, just don't ferment it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, shit happens. Sometimes things get fermented. I left my uh, apple juice in a whiskey barrel for however long, and now it's <laughs> it's non-alcoholic <laughs> wine. Cider, right? Yeah. Apple wine. Well, should should we boys like lean into our uh, big event today? Like on why I even went out and got non-alcoholic rum? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's get right to the meat. That's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> I'm into that. Get to the meat and potatoes. Potatoes. So are you going to... Oh, yeah, so are we going to do that? Okay. <laughs> just well, suggesting that answer, one of us do it. This is mixology. So as everyone knows, we have prepared 
uh, a drink, but the answer to what are we drinking today should all be the same answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James, what are what are you drinking today? Uh, I'm having a Michigan speed bump. Oh, word, 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 word. <laughs> Bailey, what did you did you also what did you make? I made a Michigan speed bump. Oh, oh that's crazy. Really? Yeah. I also made this a, dude. Now, this dude. Is actually this worse. dude. That's fucking lame. This I didn't even dude. have. I Got didn't a little, even It's have hard to ice. see. I have a sphere of ice in there. Uh, you don't even have ice on a hot day like today. Shit, what do you mean hot day? My my apartment's at a balmy 68. You go outside <laughs> and you'll melt. Yeah, that's why I've been inside all day. That's why I did all my errands at 9 a.m. Your hair will get frizzy. Your hair will get that that mane of yours. My my glorious mane. It For will sure. get frizzy. It gets so frizzy, dude. Um <laughs> Yeah. So but anyway, uh, we're all drinking a Michigan speed bump. Uh, however, I have to assume. Um, well, there was a couple of different ways we thought about doing this episode, but this is the way that it ended up doing. Um, yeah, we have all made a Michigan speed bump. Um, whether or not that will be deemed the official recipe uh, remains to be, be seen. Decided. But we've all made a drink and we're going to say like kind of how we put it together, what we made. And what I, we think it tastes like. Now we don't have the means of having everyone try the all like each drink today. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's but something we future. can report back on, mm-hmm. or um, we can either do that through social Post media, or it'll be like on another episode or something. Um, I would like to posit that each of us are going to rate our own cocktail and be <laughs> like, you got to be honest. Wow, like, the old have, honor have system. Honor. We're having yep, a competition. Judge your can, own. Listen, work. listen. We've, we've all known each other for a very long time. We can invoke the honor system in this space. Ten. Um, ten of ten. That, see, that's, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Very honest. Thank you, Bailey. Um, but, but no, because, like, take... Oh, oh you, want me, you want me to go first? I'll, yeah, I'll go but first. I didn't... I thought you were um, done talking, sorry. Yeah, I was trying to find a way out, so I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so, I made mine uh, with just stuff I already had at home. I didn't like buy anything special for it. Um, so it's kind of a play on a mule. So I've been really into mules lately. So okay. it's um, what did I put in here? I put in uh, one ounce of vodka and then a half ounce of amaretto for like the cherry kind of thing. I kind of went with it in a, like a cherry direction because like Michigan is known for cherries. It's a huge thing. I mean, I saw the cherries in your drink, James. I know you did too. Yours just looks way better. Um, amaretto isn't cherry flavored, but okay. Well, it's like a cherry almond thing, isn't it? I always just associate almonds. it as like a cherry. Oh, well, I added it. It's good. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I thought yeah, it was like a cherry milk. almond. No, it does have like the maraschino cherry yeah, flavor. Yeah, right. It's it got does. like a little it bit does. of that. It, it does. Um, so I did that, and then I did just like a tiny bit of simple, which it really did not need because it's so sweet. Um, and then I topped it with uh, Verner's, a Michigan ah. a Verner's black cherry. All right. Okay. Black cherry ginger ale. Ooh, yeah. Oh, the limited wow way to pick a ingredient that won't be available <laughs> in the yep. future because it's a limited. I think run. they're keeping it. I think it keep, they've had it out for a while. It's been around be for a it's, while. It's been. Yeah, around I said for it was a limited release, but I mean, if they double down. That is so good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's quite nice, and honestly, like, I made this way too sweet. It's it's way too sweet. I I feel like I could have done a lot better if I would have put more thought into it. Could you can you run through the ingredients one more time real quick? So I've got I've got vodka, mm-hmm. amaretto, yep, uh, black cherry verners, and uh, simple. I did also consider okay. using grenadine, um, for like a little bit more of the fruity thing going yeah. on, um, which I'm glad I didn't because it's extremely sweet and extremely fruity. <laughs> um, I wish I actually wish it was spicier. So I think next time I might I, I might do like a ginger simple. Like a really oh. spicy ginger simple. And I have a bunch of ginger in my kitchen that I need to use, too. So I really should have did that. You can make, like, a ginger syrup, too, if you want. That's what I'm saying. Stuff like, like that, a, yeah. Yeah. Make a homemade ginger simple syrup. Make oh. your own ginger ale. <laughs> ginger hey, beer. that would be a cool project. Um, so, honestly, this this exact drink in my cup right now, 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. I'm gonna it give sounds it like if you were replicating a mule, the one thing that is immediately obvious is lime juice you don't have which would help balance out the sweetness a little bit so the the thing that i thought for that i didn't feel like going to the store before making this but like (laughs) some of that some of that like tart cherry juice yeah like a little splash of tart cherry juice would be pretty nice in there do you think do you think you need tart cherry juice even though you have the black cherry burners do you does the black cherry burners not hold up 
it's cherry flavor you, itself or you can you can taste it it's per, it's honestly more just like generic fruit than fruity sweet okay. i don't taste the amaretto at all um it just hmm. can it just tastes sweet i think it kind of got lost in the ginger ale yeah um, but i i think the tart ger- the tart cherry juice would be a really good addition to it i don't think you need it though I can see with, that. like adding like a ginger simple syrup or you know i didn't put literally any garnish on it i don't have any ice like i just did the absolute bare minimum <laughs> for this. i really phoned it in this week guys i mean the ice isn't really a garnish it's more of like to control no, the temperature of your drink well i also don't like ice in my drinks i don't like a drink with ice I guess that's why you too. need a giant ice mold thing you just drop one lump of there and it just lives there i have a i have forever. one of those that's like a six pack of those it's a six square thing and it has yeah. six giant ice spears um except i don't have room for it in my freezer currently so bailey i want to hear about yours with the uh okay the fake yeah so james already knows the play i went on this one and as wes is into mules i like a nice mojito and the uh... way bailey did a version of his mojito is we had the mint the lime fresh cut limes uh always bonus <laughs> we got some ice then we did the rum they didn't have non-alcoholic white rum which was kind of like i almost would make a break for it but honestly you don't even taste the rum in this whatsoever um <laughs> did the club soda and then i did a blueberry peach because blueberries are pretty big in michigan and uh Sounds peaches nice. are a, a would you would we say a six i think we're, we're six, six for peaches the... and if things have remained relatively st- stable we should be third or fourth for blueberries now I yeah think? so one of michigan's like top fruit producers is those and um so I went with those uh, to keep it at home. And yeah, no, it's pretty good. I initially, I only did like a, a couple little squirts of the uh, puree. I used blueberry and peach puree. And um, they, at first, when I put a little in, it just tasted like club soda and mint. And I was like, <laughs> oh boy. So then I had to progressively keep trying and like putting different like amounts in until I hit the perfect amount where i could actually get a good like flavor of the fruit in mm-hmm. a sense but um it's a little more blueberry than peach the blueberry is a little more powerful than the peach flavoring so um which is fine i, I like it a lot um I, I made it a little more sweet on the sweeter side because i just like sweet stuff so i got Fair. that i got that sh- sweet tooth the dentist Did hates it. me <laughs> but um the uh but overall i really do enjoy it um i'm gonna have to go I'll give it a seven and seven and a half. I think I would that drink these regular. Good. Like I'll probably drink these like on the regular, just because. I mean, just to get okay. this bottle, bottle but, gone. Yeah. Now, wow. so, I have a question for you. Did you make the blueberry and peach like puree? puree? No, no. I just no. bought it out of like the, those like squeezed okay. bottles. The real oh, ones, yeah, yeah. the yeah. the real fruit or whatever they're in the white. I, I, yeah, yeah one of those F-R-O-O-T. real fruit. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I would like to try it with like a real like puree. I thought that'd like, be good. That'd be pretty good. But Probably. yeah, no. I'll like show that you. Sounds nice. You can see. I don't know. The lighting's not good for this. No, and you also <laughs> picked an opaque cup. Uh, it was better. It was better when there's more liquid in it, and not That's as much when there's all, more all cocktails are better when they have more liquid. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. If there's more of them. All right, James. True. Here's has um, a skewer of cherries on top. I did put a little skewer of cherries. I was like, you know, I never garnish because I'm lazy. Those, are those Luxardos? Well, uh, they are like maraschino cherries, maraschino. but they're actually like rum bada bing cherries, the best version. Whoa. They're so good. I'm, yeah. I'm a Luxardo guy. Oh, Fred rum bada bing cherries is all I'm saying. They got like a vanilla y kind of quality like baked into them because of the stuff they've been soaking in. Ooh, it's so good. Uh, well, what's, anyway, what's the color's crazy. The color is very dark, and that's from it's, the cherry liqueur. It um, looks like coffee. Well, it's funny you should say that. Oh my god. Now, I dare say this will, will probably not be the final version uh, of the Michigan Speed Bump, at least in, in my, my own household, because I'm going to keep trying to mess with things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had, I tried a lot of different things leading up to this. I was like, I was like, do I want to, I, I really wanted to do like an apple based thing for a while, but I didn't want it to be overly, <sighs> overly. I have like I had like Traverse City uh, apple whiskey and there are things like that, but I didn't want it to be too like I guess woody. I wanted to make it a more approachable drink, and I know a lot of people like 
for whiskey and stuff that like they taste the wood and they don't like that. So I wanted to make it a little less leaning into that um, as I could. And most of the apple things I had were lighter flavors. So like at the end of the day, I would have to use either just like vodka or something that doesn't carry too much with it. So I gave up on that. What we ended up with was one. This is I have a little like I guess you can call it a drink journal. It's not that fancy. It's just a notes on my Ooh. phone. <laughs> Mine's a shabby spiral bound notebook that I keep yeah. on the kitchen counter. Um, I have notes on my my iPhone as as people do, and this is the version three. I actually forgot about this version because I was just like every time I approach this, I just start trying new things, and then I look at my notes and I'm like, I already had something done. So we went with version three. Uh, (laughs) It's uh, an ounce and a half of bourbon. Uh, I used the New Holland's uh, Dragon's Milk uh, bourbon. Oh, okay. I have not tried that yet. Uh, I really like it. I think it's good bourbon. Also, I was like double down on the Michigan, you know, like I got Michigan bourbon. Let's do it. Uh, Cherry. Oh, go ahead. Never mind. Not that important. Carry on. Okay. I got the cherry liqueur, um, also made in Michigan. I think it's from someplace in Ann Arbor. I don't remember the name of the place that makes it. Um, I have some, a, a little bit of, oh, I guess I should give the ratios for people at home. Ounce and a half bourbon, quarter ounce cherry liqueur, uh, quarter ounce of vanilla syrup, uh, two to three bar spoons, maybe even a little bit more um, of some coffee liqueur. And then I put some um, some mole uh, bitters on there, which is like a chocolatey yeah. kind of like a thing. spicy chocolate thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I really like it. I think it's pretty good. It's that sounds like I a d- sipper though. Oh, like you're well, not you're not slamming them. Yeah. No, 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 no. These are these are nice cocktails. We're not like throwing them back I, or whatever. But I've already it has like a crystal glass. <laughs> it's like one of those really nice heavy bottom rocks glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually doubles rocks glass, whatever, um, which is nice because my giant ice cube, I have one of those molds. It's just a spear. It makes a big spear is perfect for glasses like that because it actually kind of makes the liquid like drinks are normally pretty small. So if you have enough ice, they actually have like that uh, wash line is technically what it is. That little gap from the top there fills it out nicely. Like like if if I pour a uh, I'll take one of my rocks glasses and put the big ice sphere in it. And I pour a double in there, like, yep. you know, three ounces, and it's, like, almost full. Right. <laughs> like, whoa, that's crazy. That's hardly uh, anything, but it seems like a lot. Um, but, yeah, I, I really nice. like this one. I think that I could probably delicious. tweak it a little bit. It's not overly sweet because the bourbon is relatively, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it, it pushes away from that. But How does the – so does it have, like, a lot of the coffee thing in it? Like, how prominent is the coffee flip? What – the What's coffee, the... if if I'm doing it, like, if you imagine kind of, like, <laughs> the way you receive taste in your mouth up front, like, immediately is just, like, that cherry stuff that I put in there. It's yep. very cherry. The, you don't get a lot of, like, in-your-face bourbon that's not overly woody or anything because the it, it's fairly sweet. I, I actually didn't put any lime or lemon juice in there. I thought I might need it, but I don't think it's too bad, especially on ice. Mm-hmm. It kind of helps cut it a little bit. Okay. Um, but it's definitely like cherry. Then you get just a little bit of like the woodiness of the bourbon, and the coffee is like an after. It comes after oh, the cherry like the and end. stuff hits in. So yeah. you kind of get like that tangy. Like, at, at, near the, the end coffee. of a sip, you will get more of the coffee. Um, gotcha. but it's not like a harsh bitter. It's it's more, it's more of, of a an aromatic. It's a it's a liqueur too. It's a coffee liqueur, so it's like sure. a sweeter coffee thing. It's not like a harsh, you know, whatever. Just poured a shot of espresso. Check kind this of thing. out. Well, funny you say that because what if you just took the coffee liqueur out of that and poured a shot of espresso in, and um, then maybe added like a little bit more of the other stuff to balance it? And do yeah, that I, I debated doing that. Solve the sweetness issue. Yeah, it, it's not. Like you said, it's not overly sweet. Um, I debated just putting coffee in there. There's a lot more, like, if you're making your own coffee, too, that's different because it changes, like, how do you make the coffee? What type of coffee you're using? Like, it has a lot sure. more variation than just going to the store and buying a bottle of that. Um, but you definitely there, could, especially if you make, like, is... iced coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love, like, a cold brew. <laughs> yeah. I had a... <clears throat> There, uh, real quick, there is a coffee company in Traverse City that I forget the name of that does a cherry dark roast coffee. That sounds so amazing. fucking good. <laughs> Um, I had a cold brew this morning, and mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to talk about it. 
Do that. Um, oh, uh, score. I would give mine oh, yes, probably like personally. Score. I would give it a seven or eight. I think this is definitely like I want to try. I want everyone to try each other's and then score because I feel like that's like the only way we'll to, get like a real thing. But I really want us to come up with like the final versions of our cocktails first, though. Oh, wow. and then try like like when it's as refined as we think it's gonna get. Okay, well, I mean that's work is never <laughs> work is never done. Only do. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Good phrase. Um, it's not mine. I stole that I from a teacher. Didn't think it was yours. Uh, uh, one of our teachers from high school or something. Uh, Miss Sear, actually. Oh, shout out Miss Sear. Never uh, had Elizabeth. a class with her. <laughs> She's probably not listening <laughs> to this podcast right now, but she was a good teacher, and she, uh, I still remember your turn of phrases and life advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about cold brew for talk a second. Talk about your cold brew. Because I went and got a cold brew this morning because you guys know what today is. The day that we're recording this, not the day it's released. Uh, uh, the- What's today? Thursday. It's Thursday. Thursday, the 24th of August, or as Starbucks would tell you, the first day of fall. Today is the day that pumpkin spice came out. Bailey looks disappointed. (laughs) It's it's like 90 degrees out. That's why I got a cold brew. The trees are green. This is unacceptable. No, I listen. I totally agree with you. I totally agree. (laughs) I do not think it is fall until mid September. Um, Heather, as soon as, you know, uh, like, august 15th she's like spooky season no don't agree um she's a whole another month ahead of october that's, that's what i'm crazy. saying but uh that's today is the day that starbucks released pumpkin spice and so on my day off i had today off of work i did not have to wake up this early i woke up at six o'clock i got out of bed i went over to my local starbucks and i had a pumpkin cold foam uh, or a pumpkin foam cold brew, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. I I love pumpkin spice stuff. I really, really do. Like Starbucks, say what you will about Starbucks, their drinks are <laughs> incredibly overpriced. A lot of them are just not good at all. They're too sweet, and like the I don't know. There's a lot of issues that I have with Starbucks, but their cold brew coffee is delicious. And I really like their pumpkin spice flavored stuff. Uh, okay. So much so that I woke up super early. Yeah, I mean, pumpkin, I mean, pumpkin spice is delicious. <laughs> I saw, so what Heather, was his girlfriend, she posted on her snap roommate. this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah roommate. both, I guess. Um, roommate. Well, she posted on her snap story at like seven o'clock this morning of uh, her with a pumpkin spice. Uh, yeah, and let me ju- let me just read the message that oh, I, uh... I went with her. I d- now I will. Bef- can I preface this real quick? <laughs> I did make fun of her at the moment when she posted that. I was like, I like got a <laughs> notification. I looked at it in Snapchat, and I was like, "You really post this, you basic bitch!" Like, I made fun of her a little bit. For it, so, um, she posted it a picture of her pumpkin spice chai or whatever, and then it says, "Tis the season with fall leaves in a pumpkin." And yeah, that's where the problem comes. I look outside (laughs) and I see green, so I don't know why there's fall leaves. Anyways, and then I go, Wow, you pissed me off at 724. And then she goes, Have a great day, Bailey. And you know what? That's a problem. (laughs) That's a problem that's wrong society is that we have pumpkin spice at August and not starting in October. Yeah, I think it should start in October. I ooh, October is a little late. I think I'd give you late September. I'd give you late say, September. I would say like mid September. I mean, I also understand that like that's their big thing, and they want to well that and like the Christmas themed cups that people either like, love or it hate. Needs I can never out, track, it needs to be out. It needs to be out as the trees are changing. Exactly. Basically. That's why I'm saying like, like by the time I'm so seeing different kind of colors, I expect pumpkin spice to be present. Yeah. Right. I you know I got to be entirely honest with you, boys. I really thought you guys were gonna be gonna give me some flack because I like pumpkin spice so much. No, it's good. Like I'm, it's I'm good delicious. Like it's no, killer. It's it's, it's delicious. So... It's just too early. That my problem is it's just way too early to get <laughs> oh, into yeah. fall. Like I'm no, still no, trying no, to I... enjoy my summer. But then now we have Halloween <laughs> decoration. Like I went to Kroger today, dude. There's <laughs> Halloween pumpkin decorations sitting outside. I'm like, what are we doing? Heather and I went to we were like buying some new furniture and we went to the home goods store uh like the middle of July. And they had their Halloween decorations up. 
in mid-July. Are you kidding me? There's also, uh, right down the street from us, there's a defunct grocery store that is always a spirit Halloween around oh, this year. So <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's fall time when, you know, they're hiring right now. So <laughs> if you guys need a job, uh, spirit Halloween <laughs> down the street from my apartment is hiring. Uh, they'll only employ you for like a month. But imagine, <laughs> imagine getting your Halloween costume like right now. Yeah, right. It's crazy. It's like the exact same, like same concept. It's like, it's like, know. oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, November second, time to go Christmas shopping. What are you guys gonna be for Halloween this year? <laughs> That's a <Probably> nothing. <laughs> okay. I assume Wes has uh, already got his costumes like planned out at this point, right? <laughs> She's ready for Halloween right now. I will say, last year she did have all of our Christmas shopping done by mid-November. Did you so. do a couple's <laughs> costume the... last year, Wes? Are you a, a, a couple's costume kind of person? I am not. I literally well, don't remember what I dressed up as for Halloween last year. I don't even know if I dressed up as anything. <laughs> I, I probably just assumed you'd have to because she's so about it. She is She is very into every holiday. Okay. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Just go. Just goes balls to the wall for every single holiday. <laughs> no was she going to She wear white on Labor Day? Or is that what I, it is? White on Labor Day? Is that the, I always get Memorial Labor Day and Memorial Day confused. It's Labor Day. <laughs> I always get the two of them confused. So I really can't tell. <laughs> well, once for once for work and once for like veterans or, so. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. perhaps American. Uh, nothing yeah. more American than that, right? Slaving away, and confusing nothing... some uh, fairly important dates. Nothing, but, nothing know. more American than either dying in war or slaving tirelessly under the thumb of capitalism. <laughs> Either way, I get the day off. West Either way, I get the day off. I have worked so many Labor Days, and it never stops being funny to me. <laughs> I mean, pretty ironic. It's not a, if you work yeah. at a restaurant. Labor Day is not a holiday, right? You think it's you get time day. off, mm. guys? Did we forget? Uh, I was told by Wes uh, prior to this episode's recording that we had a submission. Oh yeah, yeah, I did want to. I did want to read that because that was uh, from the uh, Michigan speed bump, Kyle. and I had originally well, voiced interest it. in Shit. being able to have it and try it on the show since someone finally <laughs> sent us a submission. Well, we got yeah, we, we got this that. back in May. Right, they submitted it back in May. Um, when we actually did this episode, I can't believe that was in he, May. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, what a true fan! I can't believe we strung you along for that long, and then we already forgot to like. So, have it ready <laughs> this is terrible but go ahead right. let's, re let's read it through all right so he I'll rectify this he, he goes here's my recipe muddle muddle four cherries and a small handful of blueberries with two mint leaves and a boston shaker add ice to the shaker half a shot of lemon juice over the ice one shot of dry vermouth splash of bitters shake pour two shots of whiskey in the serving glasses pour shaker dress with fruit enjoy that is his Michigan mm, speed bump. That sounds kind of nice. Mm. So the add, it's something I would make, and I was actually going to suggest, depending on the recipe, I just, like, you guys stall, you... and I go make it, but I don't have the fruit necessary on hand to do that. Oh, damn. Uh, I just uh, well, I just emailed him back with the, the automatic submission yum things. Okay. <laughs> 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 just now like four months later email finally finally um, we get some engagement from the audience and uh, <laughs> we 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 screw them i I'll mean we hey, screwed them <laughs> check, check this out i will uh i'll get in touch kyle's a personal friend of mine and he lives here in kalamazoo so i'll get in touch with kyle and i'll record an instagram video of the two of us making that cocktail and trying it i'm down for that i'm gonna try it too cool, cool. that sounds good i do want to try it. it does sound nice i've I'm kind of interested in the idea of vermouth and whiskey together. That isn't seems that bizarre to me. Fashion? Am I? No, no, there's no vermouth bitters. in an old fashioned. Bitters is in an yeah. old fashioned. Yeah, I mean, the typical setup is like your base spirit, some type of modifier, and more often than not, some type of like citrus juice to tamp back the sweetness and stuff. So you have, you know, you have a basic like recipe and then like, whatever aromatics you add so i guess it's not too out of the realm of it but i mean i'm it's sure there's probably plenty of drinks that already exist that have that um i just can't think of them off the top of my head i can't either it doesn't it's what i'm getting at is like it doesn't seem like a common thing to do is mix whiskey with vermouth i mean right. i'm not opposed to it by any means I'm kind of <laughs> into it. and i actually kind of think did it did it specify dry or sweet vermouth I believe Ooh. he said dry. Let me uh, get back to you on that one. I kind, of, I kind of think that might be nice with a sweet yeah, dry. Fruit. It's dry. Really? You got you guys yeah. got sweet. You got to counteract the sweet fruit. 
<laughs> I I use I use sweet vermouth when I'm making a groni usually. Oh, just because it's usually it's just so goddamn bitter. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't know. make a uh, play off of the Negroni for your Michigan. Speed Damn it! Off. I totally should have. I mean, that would have been on brand for you. That would have made <laughs> a lot of sense for my personal yeah, brand. I mean, yeah, just but another day of that. disappointing Wes. I mean, I'm, I mean... Not a, I'm not a Campari though. I don't have any Campari. I have the empty bottle of it sitting on my bar. I haven't That's taken it away yet. That's unfortunate. <sighs> um, hey. You guys, I have a little uh, thing for you. Can yeah. you guys guess what is the best thing Chick-fil-A sells? The best thing? I, I barely um, go to Chick-fil-A. They're nuggets. Chicken nuggets. I haven't nuggets. been learning so long. Breakfast sandwich. All right. You're going breakfast sandwich and you're going nuggets? Yeah, the oh, yeah. chicken and biscuit and you, cheese. You know, you know, it's really funny that Chick-fil-A's best-selling thing, in my opinion, isn't even food. It's their ice oh, that they sell in bags. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry? Wait, I had Chick-fil-A. I put Chick-fil-A ice in this, and I meant to say it earlier, but I also wanted to ask you guys that question, too. They sell bagged, bagged ice at Chick-fil-A? Yeah, and they have, like, the best ice. It's, like, the soft pot, like, the circle like nugget uh, ones. Pebble ice? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the pebble ice. It's the best. And uh, yeah, and you can buy bags of it. I think it's the best thing Chick Fil A sells. Ooh, I'm gonna abuse that now. I yeah, didn't know Chick Fil A. Totally... Uh, I thought that I know that was a <laughs> Sonic thing. Did that they would sell? Oh, uh, Sonic ice. Sonic's ice is great. It, it's like Sonic the same ice. ice. It's a it, basically same thing. But yeah, no, I think well, it's I... like it's so good for like mixed drinks or like their, just drinks in general. I guess their yeah, but... lemonade is great too. Chick Fil A yeah. has really good Dude, lemonade. They just... Oh, James, they just came out with a peach shake at uh chick fil we have to go get it Ooh, because yeah, you know that. we uh we what did we have that peach cobbler or whatever <laughs> let me know how uh, it is so good <laughs> i have two i have two so chick-fil-a's good. i have two chick-fil-a's near me and both of them are awful i just don't <laughs> man i don't know why i just don't like chick-fil-a well i mean and i know why just... it's because i think their fried chicken sandwich sucks ass and i don't like that they well, hate gay people and that's but that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> you can taste the hatred in every of them, bite of chicken one of them is literally two minutes away from a Popeye's and they're like equidistant from my house. So like, if I want, if I want a fried chicken sandwich, why would I go to Chick-fil-A over Popeye's when it's, right I mean, Popeye's you know what I mean? though, like they, Popeye's, they make I mean, a pretty fucking good sandwich. definitively. Like I have eaten a lot of fried chicken sandwiches. This was, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but mine and Heather's uh, like activity that we did during the pandemic is we'd go around and try as many fried chicken sandwiches as possible to try to find the best <laughs> one. Even, com- even when it's compared to like local, like nice high class establishments, Popeyes is still the best fried chicken sandwich. I believe. I it. think it, I agree. I genuinely think Popeyes might have the best fried chicken sandwich I have ever eaten in my life. Wow! Yeah, my pro- I don't. Know, even, it, I don't it's even definitely, think it's close either. No, it's definitely the best. But the problem is that it. Uh, I just hate when I pull up to the intercom at a Popeyes and it takes them fifteen minutes to say something to me. Yeah, I'm with you. And I also hate when I look through the drive-thru and I see the condition of the kitchen because it's always disgusting. Yeah. But that's you eat it anyway. Good. You shovel that good. chicken sandwich into your face anyway. Well, You're fine. well, well haven't gotten yeah, sick I'm, yet. I'm yeah. a sloppy little pig man. <laughs> oh, I, got, I, I also got pretty... have... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 Wes. Go, go, go keep. Oh, sorry. I was going to say that I got pretty sick earlier because I drank a cocktail at 11. And that cocktail happened to contain a great deal of milk. <laughs> oh um, yeah, let's you both you both have tried this. Uh, I have. I want to hear your guys's uh, now opinions. It, on Bailey, both. do you have the means to try this on the show right now? No, I don't. Uh, it's no, I, I don't think I have any more Luxardo. <sighs> Tough. Take take a look. The right you need to try this at some point. Um, the cocktail is amaretto and milk. <laughs> I, don't even, sounds, I don't even know if that's a cocktail necessarily but it's it's, it's a, mix, a mixed beverage yeah, yeah I don't something know. like that, is that. What it is. um now i want to talk about how you made yours because i felt like i should put ice in it i didn't because i don't have ice mm-hmm. but i felt like i should did you put ice in yours all right ice, i'm ice having a feels wrong before we get into but. this i'm already having a stroke uh, did we talk about this on podcast or off podcast? I like, literally uh, can't remember. Let's just I, talk about I, it. I cannot what? remember. With the Amaretto milk? milk? Yeah. Yeah, no, we haven't talked. Well, 
No, we haven't talked about it. <laughs> See, I, don't I, don't, I don't remember. I genuinely don't remember. Well, James, <laughs> no, James I, had I, he's I, never t- James hasn't told his uh, opinion at least on it. You both haven't no, shared we, your guys' views. But we've mentioned the cocktail itself. I know we discussed this. Show. I cannot remember for the life of me if we did this on the show. I, I apologize either. in advance, uh, listeners, if we have already talked about this. But I'm going to start I, from the top in case we did. I don't apologize didn't. at all. <laughs> I, I know we briefly touched on the last podcast, and so we may or may not have talked about this because of this. Went to a wedding. I was talking to someone at the wedding, and they told me that their father had told them um, in the past that you can mix milk and amaretto and just drink that, and it's, like, really good. And I'm like, okay, I've never heard of that before. I'm going to try that. That's the whole, like, preface to this whole uh thing is i i was told that at the wedding and whether or not we talked about this on the show or not that we remains to be seen <laughs> i remember now that we did um i did discuss it with bailey and wes and we decided we're all gonna try it and kind of come back with our results um and that's all the information i had was that no, it's no some amount of amaretto and some amount of milk okay. there is no like that's... i wasn't given like measurements or anything so you just kind of like go from there and figure it out I really want to know what ratio of amaretto to milk that you used. I am dying to know. Okay, for for me, I started, I think I did just do a straight 50-50 split. Okay, start. that's what I did also. I did probably closer to like a, like a one-third amaretto. Yeah, because if milk. you're going to, I mean, you can always adjust the ratio. So I was like, start half and half, and then go from there. Dude, does it need more or less milk and slash or amaretto um so and i think after i tried it and before i go into like my thoughts on that i think after Mm -hmm. i tried it i adjusted for slightly more milk to amaretto okay um that's this is the direction i I went with it that's where i landed too okay so so what did you think like i you know Um, it's very simple like as far as quote-unquote preparation all i did was amaretto milk milk cold milk yep. no ice cold. i stirred yes. it together Same. and then that that was that yep exactly and then uh what kind of did you i i served mine in a rocks class i had it in a rocks class <laughs> um, um i didn't did have, have like, like a collins? ton of it i did do like a collins a, class just i drank a whole rocks class of it yeah okay. i was like fuck it if i'm gonna drink it i'm gonna drink it fair um lactose intolerant by the way well yeah that's why i got <laughs> extremely ill it felt like i drank a hand grenade um it was delicious. It was It was really so, good. So so good, dude. This is like a regular thing that I will continue making. It was it, absolutely great. I I loved I everything about it. I feel like it was like late at night or after dinner yes. and you want yes. like a little a dessert, dessert, a little treat and, and you yeah. make one of those and it was honestly really really good for that. Oh my god, it was so good. I mean, granted <laughs> drinking it at 11 o'clock in the morning not great because like I'm, you know, doing stuff and then i don't know yeah, yeah you're, so like, you're preparing a... to drink more later in the day right. when we it's, record like, this. it's like <laughs> i'm drinking it like right before lunch and then so like i drank it and then set up my computer stuff and then took a nap and woke up and got so <laughs> sick right before we recorded this <laughs> but it was like it was a really really delicious drink i was blown away by how yeah it's it honestly, honestly is like just the I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, maybe some people have this, I, I don't have this uh, outlook, but maybe some people do, maybe like chocolate milk's for kids, this is this is adult chocolate milk now, it's basically what it is, it's a flavored milk thing, you know, whether you're a chocolate, strawberry milk kind of person, it's just amaretto mm-hmm. flavored milk, and it, because it blends, like the amaretto literally, when you, once you stir it together, it, it seems like it blends, just like if you put like chocolate syrup in a yeah. glass and mix like, it into have milk. You, have you like, ever had like, have you guys ever had like vanilla milk? vanilla milk yeah vanilla milk it's a thing it's very similar to that it reminded me a lot of vanilla milk especially because uh amaretto isn't like an extraordinarily high alcohol content thing no Um, it's a liqueur it's normally a little lower what is it like 24 i bought a bottle of disarono yeah Um, you're you're probably somewhere in the 20s maybe you're touching up to like 30 something in most cases maybe um i don't know it was was truly a delicious drink. Yeah. Was it a dessert drink? 
100 percent. i i would not make this drink i'm like what's the drink of the evening i'm drinking to get drunk i'm not gonna drink that like oh, God, it's no. so no, it's like no you're you're a sociopath me? if you're doing that i don't know why you it's you know you're still drinking milk like the other you know three-fourths of the cocktail is milk you shouldn't be slamming that type of stuff but after dinner a little dessert treat or something like it is really good that just gave me a really good idea for a dessert that I want to make. I want to make an amaretto creme brulee. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. It could be so good. Or an amaretto cheesecake. I've been really into cheesecakes lately. Yo, hold on. Did you amaretto go to Cheesecake, cheesecake. Factory? I did go to Cheesecake Factory. I went to Cheesecake Factory last weekend. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> was, what, uh, you know, what'd you get? I, I got uh, I got fish. I got fish and chips. We had corn ribs as an appetizer, which were Ooh, are those good? Yeah, they were they were tasty. It's, very, it's a very trendy food right now. It Ooh. is, and I, I don't know. I I loved the way it tasted. We had it was like a like an elote style thing, so it had like a spread mm. on the outside and like cilantro, nice. and cayenne pepper. It was nice. And the taste was incredible. Uh, I don't know how you're supposed to eat it. <laughs> you basically <laughs> for a corn rib is you take a, a whole cup of corn and you like quarter it or like sixth it into like these little you know ribs, quote unquote. Like strips um, of corn, essentially. Yeah, and I don't know if you're supposed to eat the whole thing or if you're just supposed to eat the kernels off the outside. Mm. Like, I was under the impression you just eat the whole thing. That's what I that's, would do. So that's what I thought, too. And then I took the first bite of it and crunch, and I ate all the kernels, and then I had this big chunk of, like, Stock. super hard, like, fibrous corn, <laughs> like, thing in the middle. <laughs> um, and that was not pleasant. The taste was fantastic, though. It was really good. Um, and then what did I get? I got fish and chips, which was okay. They did not give me nearly enough tartar. They gave me like a teaspoon of tartar sauce for like Ooh, four big dish bowls. Like, always time. listen, everybody. Then, if you get fish and chips and you're a tartar sauce and fan, and you're tired of people being like not giving you enough because they always skimp, no matter yeah. what, don't risk it and always just go extra tartar sauce, it, no matter what. It's a good call. I'm not like an avid fish and chip. Like I don't frequently order fish and chips. I oh, should because I, I really like <laughs> fish and chips. I, I just like get the craving or like if I see it on a menu, I'm like, I'm nothing else sounds good. Fish and chips is all reliable. You know, like it's hard to screw up. It's always pretty tasty, even if it's frozen. Um, but that was okay. The coleslaw they served with it was killer. It was clearly a homemade like yeah. very very lightly dressed like vinaigrette coleslaw. It was really Ooh. nice. Um, and then for dessert, I had a Basque cheesecake. You guys know what a Basque cheesecake is? You ever had one? Nope. Sounds, I've heard it before, but I don't recall. It's the best. It's the best way to eat a cheesecake. Hundred percent. Really? Not even close. Yeah. Ooh. So it's typically this one was not crustless, but typically Basque cheesecake is crustless, and then it's poured into like a cheesecake mold. However, you're cooking your cheesecake, right? Mm -hmm. And it's cooked at a super high temperature um for not as long as a regular cheesecake so the inside the inside of it stays like very soft and like dense mm -hmm. um but the outside is completely burnt and it's huh. like super super dark caramelized outside they, like and like overlaid your cheesecake <laughs> like beyond that even like hmm. really really dark on the outside oh and it's uh like the the flavor and texture of that like outer layer of burnt cheesecake and when you slice it the outer the outer edge of it uh is also burnt so that kind of acts as like a crust um to hold it together it is such a delicious delicious thing um so i learned how to make it over the course of the past like four days i learned how to make it and now you're gonna make an amaretto uh basque, now i'm gonna make uh, an amaretto cheesecake. basque cheesecake yeah okay yeah i'm like <laughs> kind of a hat on a hat but <laughs> you know we'll see and i'm i'm nervous about adding more liquid into it because cheesecake can be kind of finicky yeah um especially a basque where if i overcook it it's just burnt to a crisp true um so you'll so have yeah, to have I, to try that <laughs> yeah definitely I'll, I'll make one i'll make it for you guys um nice. yeah no uh james not james sorry uh what's what's this one? girl what's this girl dinner oh, oh shit girl dinner okay uh, it's a TikTok trend. Girl dinner. Me talking what? about TikTok? Crazy. Uh, no, Heather Heather showed this to me the other day. She was like, she was like, this is hilarious. You have to see this. And it's this video of this girl making dinner. 
And it seems like she just takes like four different things out of her freezer, like small amounts of them, and puts them on a plate and heats them up. And like, and now it's this huge trendy thing where basically it seems like um, it's. I I don't entirely understand it. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's people like making a very simple or like poorly constructed meal out of just random stuff from around the house and then calling it girl dinner um typically i find that typically in the ones that i've seen um it's a lot of like junk food or like frozen foods and like unhealthy stuff what what is like the implication here like i don't know i really don't understand it that I've, women I've, don't make like nutritious meals for themselves. That doesn't seem right. I, mean, <laughs> so, I don't. So that's that's where it well, gets this weird. is this is a. Uh, I'm reading a quote. It's a uh, aesthetically pleasing lunchable is what it's compared to. Aesthetically pleasing. That's fair. Lunchable. Okay. It, from what I've seen, it's not always aesthetically pleasing though, because it'll be just like four different shades of brown on a plate. Yeah. But, like I'm this... having two donuts and mac and cheese for dinner. It's girl dinner. <laughs> girl dinner. Like I don't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> much like really the rest it. of the TikTok. Um, I don't get it, but you know, but I'm this, just old now. There's this really bizarre thing that's happening with mm, with girl dinner, where this, people are like, you you see where I'm going with this because you're reading. Well, well it's uh, headlines, right? Yeah. Well, it's the girl dinner is basically embracing the joy of snacks as a meal is basically what it is. Right. So that's that's how I see it. Right. Is it's like, like yeah, you're you're having snacks for dinner. Whatever you don't have to call it something different necessarily, yeah, but if you want to, a that's bowl fine. of popcorn, and I've done it plenty of times. Yeah, right. You're you're having junk food <laughs> snacks for dinner. That's fine. You're having charcuterie for dinner. There's names for these other things. Humans are, you know, insane with the level of categorization that they have to do. Everything oh, yeah. has to be split into boxes and boxes inside <laughs> of those boxes. But there's also a lot of people who are saying that girl dinner is like a thing um, that glorifies having an eating disorder and like stuff like you're, this yeah. this feels very middle school high school-esque like you know yeah what we're I mean? like people people would like eat a bag of takis for breakfast yeah like this like, is like definitely sort of something like a high schooler like just trying to get by in the morning type yeah no it definitely, well, yeah, it definitely these are things yeah. that i i think a lot of people can relate to and have done at some point but it's not being glorified as like some no I, lifestyle like, choice it's like i yeah, mean back my, the reference I get is just like, you know, stuff like that is just like, oh, I'm a broke college kid, and today yeah. I, I had popcorn for dinner or something. Like, like, that always makes sense to me, but it's not really, like, glorifying totally. anything I mean, one way or another. It's just something that happens sometimes. <laughs> right, like, shit happens. <laughs> it is what it is. And I think, like, I don't necessarily think it's glorifying unhealthy eating or, no. or um, no. like, bad eating habits, um, as long as you, like, moderation is key with everything, right? So, that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this is because it's not I I strongly believe whoops what the fuck did I just okay um sorry under lifestyle hit a button. it doesn't um it doesn't glorify an eating disorder lifestyle in my mind it's like really appreciate it for me it's more about like appreciating this small little thing even though it's kind of a thrown together haphazard dinner like there were times when I was in college where I was so broke, I would eat half of a frozen chicken pot pie for dinner. <laughs> and then for breakfast, I would eat the other half of the frozen chicken <laughs> pot pie. And like that's girl dinner, right? Like, yeah, it's, this, I, I guess, I guess yeah. it's girl dinner or just but broke college kid eating do, lifestyle. The, I don't problem, know. <laughs> the problem comes in right where you're doing this every single day. And like that's your dinner every day. Like that yeah, is that's a problem. Not, I think anyone with can't eat French fries for dinner every single day. <laughs> I think anyone with common sense, like it's, it's glorifying an eating disorder. And the only, the only way someone can come to that kind of conclusion is because it's TikTok and because people are going over the top with it and they see that and they're like, I have to do that. And they, they're like effectively taking kind of like a joke thing and trying to make it into a lifestyle. Like I am eating snacks for all my meals now. Like that's the only way you can come to that conclusion. Right. And now, now that comes into another thing with just the way that, um, like how reactionary people are these days where it's like everybody wants everything to turn into something negative like i see i see girl dinner i don't entirely understand it admittedly (laughs) don't have tiktok um 
but that's talk about tiktok a lot for a man who doesn't have tiktok this is literally the, i think the first time i've talked about tiktok james so mm, um, <laughs> i don't know that's, that's true, true. <laughs> uh people at home send me clips of me talking about tiktok dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com <laughs> um no but like in in my mind i see that and i'm like i'm like oh that's just somebody like normalizing a struggle meal or normalizing a self-care meal like that's totally cool i'm into it yeah. yesterday yesterday i came home from work i had a really shitty day at work yesterday i had six chicken nuggets that was my dinner it was great and i felt better like professional had, chef by the way micro- i had microwaved dinosaur nuggets that i put in the microwave and then got distracted cleaning the house and then reheated <laughs> while they before even taking them out of the microwave so they were like horrifically overcooked and i just <laughs> dipped them in yellow mustard and that was my dinner i had six of them it was, it was fantastic and i felt better i don't know i just i just feel that like you know having this okay. kind of this kind of open communication about such a huh? yeah it's just being overexamined, is what it is. Yeah, I I agree, and I'm you know, well now I'm part of the problem because I'm overanalyzing girl dinner, but I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to this I just, analysis I of TikTok a, trends, our new right. podcast. I just thought it was kind of a bizarre like social media phenomena that was happening for something that I've been doing for years. Yeah, and that everybody has been doing forever and just never talks about. I think people are used to TikTok like <laughs> amplifying all kinds of trends for good or bad. And yeah. that's why they come to these extreme conclusions. Like if you're a normal person, you see a video like that, you're like, okay, that's kind of like, I kind of see what they're doing, or maybe I don't really understand it, but it's like a trend that's going on and they're just doing it. It's kind of like a fun little thing, but like mm-hmm. all it takes is someone on TikTok, and it, you know, TikTok has notoriously had a reputation for doing things like, you know, Tide Pods and stuff like that. People take something that's like clearly a joke and clearly not like a thing and they make it into something where like now it's on the news kids are eating tide pods like yes don't do that going to the grocery store and opening up ice cream and eating it yeah clearly the person who made whatever the origin of like the oh tide pods kind of look good like clearly whoever did that initially was making a joke and someone took it too far (laughs) it's like me saying like I'll, i'll frequently say to my you know to some of my friends like I have a big bag of D and D dice, and every time I look at them, I think about how yummy they are. Like I want to eat, I want to eat all of my dice. I think they look delicious. New TikTok challenge: Eat your D and D dice, kids. No, don't, hey, don't eat anything that ain't food, <laughs> except for medicine. Is medicine food? Let's not go Couldn't into this. Much. Don't, don't. That's we're not doing no, this. No, because then we're gonna get in trouble for glorifying uh, abusing prescription drugs or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Medicine's okay. not food, it's medicine. Just leave it at claw. that. I only drink white claw and ibuprofen. <laughs> My new mocktail. Please don't mix <laughs> ibuprofen with alcohol. It can fuck your liver up so bad. We're it could, podcast or it could down after this episode. It could or it Same thing with Tylenol. Don't don't drink if you're on prescription medicine. Also, <laughs> before you take things like that, always eat a little something because it can also destroy your stomach lining uh, really quickly. Doctor, this episode yeah, is Dr. West on the scene. Sponsored by the FDA. Yeah, <laughs> sponsored right. by the FDA. I'm gonna I'm gonna lighten the mood a little bit here Please, with Jesus. A, a fun. So you know how I brought that like raccoon cafe? Yeah. We talked about that. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I have a new restaurant that is okay. actually something I would love to go to one day. All right, let's hear it. It's in Japan, okay. and uh, I'm I'm in. This this place is great because it's called the Restaurant of Mistaken Orders. What they do is they hire a full staff of like servers of just uh people with dementia, and it your order may or may not come out correct, and that's the whole Whoa. theme around it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and they it, it says on the website you may think it's crazy a restaurant can't even get your order right. All of our servers are people living with dementia. They may or may not get your order right. However, rest assured that even if your order is mistaken, everything on our menu is delicious and one of a kind. This we guarantee. So I think it's sick. I think that's so cool. That's amazing, dude. That sounds like (laughs) such a cool place. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was really good. I saw that and I was like, wow, that'd be so much fun to go to. Yeah, also, I mean, people with dementia get a job too. So, I mean, yeah, you know, perfect. It gives people with dementia, like, uh, you know, I, I find that, like, I mean, I, I do a lot of Meals on Wheels stuff because that's, I work in the same kitchen as Meals on Wheels. So, like, if they're short staffed and I'm not busy with catering, I'll like go and do delivery routes and stuff. So, I'll go and see these people who, like, are unable to leave their houses. And a lot of them are, like, 
you know, need that that thing to do, right? Like, yeah, like having a task or like a like a job to do. Like, it's a sense of purpose, right? It's the yeah. same reason that people get therapy animals. Well, not exactly, but I don't know. It's like a sense of purpose type thing. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Know. I don't know. I feel like I I under, like that is does seem like a good opportunity for some of those people, but like it's it's riding on that thin line because listen, I'm sure, I'm sure back in the day the circus was like, yeah, we're giving all these people with weird sure, like yeah. disabilities and things this a is, job this, to do. It's this, it rides a thin line. I don't it know. can be done. Right this, I feel like this like is a little more very wrong. I feel like this is a little saying. more of what's a, like uh more of a loving like idea idea behind it like, versus yeah, like yeah. I think that makes more sense from the business's standpoint too. That's also a lot in how people receive it. Because there's gonna be some people that are like, Oh yeah, it's kind of a unique experience and maybe I know someone who has dementia or something and that seems like sure. a beneficial thing for them. But you know, you know someone rolls up to that like drive through window or something and it's just like we're here to see all the crazy people and like that's not what it's yeah, about. Yeah, that's not yeah. It's you know, it, it, like there's gonna be that, someone who's like a bad person. actor in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's also in Japan, so I think it's a whole different culture, and I think oh, for that's, sure. that's yeah. less of a as far as issue doing that there. here though. Yeah, yeah. You know, here here I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, no, that's a different story. Show. But I think just that in general is like so cool, like the restaurant itself. Yeah, the conceptually, so cool. that's a pretty awesome. Uh, idea. It is, That'd be it so much fantastic. fun. Yeah, it's a fantastic concept for a restaurant. I'm a huge fan of it, as long as those people are you know treated well and paid fairly. Because I know there's been stuff where like. I'm sure they are. there have been like restaurants that hire um, people with Down syndrome or people with autism exclusively and then don't pay them hardly anything. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not really a cool thing that like you're you're, you know, on the front surface, like sure, it's cool, <laughs> but it's not. Uh, really. Yeah, that's why I like with any idea like that is like I'm like there there is a way it could go very well and it makes sense. Sure. And then there's a way where it becomes like exploitative and it's like, eh. oh, it's it's a, it's all about we're all about equality yeah. here. Look at yeah, how, yeah. you know. Depends on like, the execution. Why would we bother paying people more than six bucks an hour? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Speaking of Down syndrome. Um, <laughs> okay. Interesting before, segue. Go on. Before we wrap this up, we uh, <laughs> have you guys seen the show Down for Love yet? No. No. I, I saw it. I Dude, saw it pop up though, and I want to watch it. It's literally one of the greatest shows because there's that one uh, show, Love on the Spectrum, where it was just yes. uh, autistic ki- uh, people going on dates. And now yeah. it's like the same thing, like, but with I Down like that syndrome. That was, but this one's with just Down syndrome, and boy oh boy, it's such a I, good show. I know <laughs> Netflix is like kind of in some hot water about that show too. Like, I think I, I think that's bullshit. Is like super I think, disrespectful. No, I think, I think the name clever. fits perfect. There's a person. Yeah. There's a Down syndrome girl on the show that says Down for Love, and so it's like, does it really? Yeah, no, I, it's, I don't know. it's such I, a stupid thing to be mad about. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I could understand why people would misinterpret it and think it's disrespectful. Um, but I kind of seem, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like a fun, lighthearted. Yeah, no, it's, there's thing. nothing bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, it seems like a pretty like, you know, heartwarming and sweet kind of show. Granted, I haven't watched it yet. No, it, um, it's it's super good. It's super I'm not good. into I'm not really into dating shows besides 90 Day Fiance. Well, you're going to have to start getting into Makes you're gonna have to start getting into call. all the reality shows because what with the strike and everything that's gonna be what we're down to they're gonna be, <laughs> pull, they're gonna be walking True. around have to get with into... thousands of dollars in their pockets and be like hey you yes you would you like to be in a tv show we there's need content here's 200 bucks on the yeah. spot yeah get in here oh man that's, what was the show um oh my god i'm crying what was the show that got into a whole bunch of trouble recently was like the icon or something like that or the idol yeah, like, I, I think it was yeah one no of idea. those what was it what was it bailey did you say that i said i have no idea you have no, no idea i, I don't even know what you're talking about i know what you're talking about i don't it's, remember i think it was i i might have been idols i don't know it's something like that um yep. but i got in like a ton of trouble recently i don't remember why let me try to find it real quick <laughs> sorry mike i don't know if Welcome it's picking to up our... on the mic tv and idol movie podcast idol. that this always turns in yeah the idol yep yep uh and it's it's starring the weekend that's who it was oh. um yeah i don't know anything about it i don't know why it, they got in trouble for it or why it was Is that one on hbo i believe so yeah i mean hbo likes to push the boundaries with stuff like i mean people through 
couple fits about Euphoria and stuff like that too. So yeah, HBO is kind of riding the line on a lot of that. Euphoria is dope though. Euphoria is a great show. I have not watched it yet, but I've heard oh good things. I've seen a few episodes. I haven't mostly. watched it all the way through, but I've seen some episodes here and there because it was on. It used to, the new episodes used to come out at 10 p.m. on Sundays. And I used to play D and D with uh, some of my buddies on Sundays, so we would play D and D, and then have it all wrapped up by nine thirty, so we had time to order a pizza and then watch Euphoria. Sounds so, like a very sweet setup. Sweet setup. <laughs> well, speaking of pizza, I'm getting hungry, gentlemen, so I'm gonna have to wrap this one. Fair up. Fair enough. Uh, wrap it up then. Um, I'm actually gonna end on a uh, fun fact today. Oh, that's gonna, whoa! That's gonna quite upset Wes, I think. Uh oh. This episode's Friday. fun fact of today is biscuits and gravy is wet flour on very dry flour. And Absolutely. so you can find us on Instagram, Deductive. Twitter. Uh, be sure to email us at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Um, That's yeah. a classic example of people organizing things into a box, inside of a box, inside of a box. It's too reductive. You <laughs> wet can't flour on dry flour. Everything. You're not entirely wrong, but there's more involved than that, and you're stupid if you. God, I would kill for some biscuits funny. and gravy right um, now. Oh my God, it's James, so good, doesn't it? James will get some biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Are we um, on the Bolivar Farms at this point. Thanks Double to no, we're, playing, we're playing Stardew Valley after this. Uh, thanks to Alexander Hoom for the use of our theme uh, theme song, Steak and Eggs. Uh, you can find him on YouTube and Instagram and Spotify, and uh, you know, around here in the city of Kalamazoo, I suppose as well. Um, <laughs> seek him out on the streets and say hello. I feel like I had something that I actually wanted. Honestly, to mug him. I can't remember. <laughs> mug him. Yep, rob him. Mug, mug Alexander. Whom you heard it just, here first? Just mean mug him. Don't actually uh, mug him. <laughs> no, don't mug him. Please don't mug him. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Adios. <laughs> on, on that, don't mug my friends. Bye. See ya.